Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. All right, look at this. I want to talk to you about this because this has really been on me now. We're living this supreme life, right? Next level living. The best life you could possibly live. I got news for you. Now, if you're going to live this best level life, you got to get next level thinking. Most people's thinking does not line up to the word of God, and therefore God is limited to what he can do in your life. So if you're going to have supreme life living, you got to have supreme life thinking. Does that make sense? You understand what I mean by that? Because if you ain't thinking right, because here's the thing, God can only go as far as you can think. I'm going to show it to you now, okay? So I want you to know, we've been talking about the supreme life, living God's best life. If you reject what God's saying when you hear it, you, you, you don't have no opportunity to go up. If you're going to go to the next level life, living the supreme life, you got to change the way you think. And I'm going to show you in the word of God why it's so important for you to change this thinking because it's limiting where you can go. Is that all right? You know, I was thinking something today. If you, you're thinking, if you have negative thinking, you're never going to have positive lips. <clears throat> Can't do it. Negative thinking is one of the greatest downfalls of a positive confession in the mouth. Can't do it. You know, we're going to look at those scriptures as a man thinking in his heart, so is he on all that stuff. But look at verse number one I want you to see. I want you to look at this, and I want you to look at John 10, 9, and 10 in the Passion Translation. I like what it says. Supreme level thinking means this. You have to understand that God is the God of absolutes. Write that down. He's an absolute God. He doesn't change, man. Stop looking at God like, why is God, well, God, what are you doing? No, it ain't on God, it's on you. If it's not working, you got to make the moves in the word of God to get it to work. Okay, now look what it says here. I am the gateway to enter through. Enter through me is what? Is to experience life, freedom, and what? Satisfaction. Now watch verse 10. It's good stuff. A thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal Kill, destroy. That's how you know the enemies involved. If you see stealing, killing, destroying, it's the devil. You understand? Now, the world is goofy. They just pet this stupid nonsense and want to label it like all this stuff. No, is it stealing, killing, and destroying? It's the devil. Stop living in a spiritual world with a natural mind, man. You got to cut this out. Yeah, it's natural stuff. Yes, there's naturally crazy stuff going. Yeah, you know what it is? It's the devil, man. He's freaking out. His time clock's ticking. It's probably almost up. You see what I'm saying? So what do you think is going to happen? So don't go getting all weird. Know you're a spirit, but that's why you only got to be afraid. You're not living in a natural world. You ain't got to be afraid. You got to use your faith and know that, you know what I'm saying? Everything going on is the devil. And you got to use authority over that joker. God said, I bind you. You know what I mean? That's why you go to church. That's why you learn this. I don't want to go on that bunny trail, but you know what I'm saying? These people over there, well, you know, you got to, no, it's, it's still killing, destroys the devil. You got to take your stuff right and understand how to fight spiritually. So you all know what I mean? That's why you got the blood. And we're going to talk about that later. Okay, now watch this. And I have come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expected, life in its fullness until you overflow. That's every area of your life God wants. He wants you to have the abundant life, the abundant marriage, the abundant family, the abundant blessing, everything God wants. I've come to give you everything. That's good to know. In abundance, and I want to give you a life more than you expect. 
Is that good? So I'm expecting this. God expects this. I'm expecting this kind of relationship. God expects that. So God's way out, man. You thought it was going to be this big. God made it that big. So here's what I'm saying. Now, question number one. Do I have that kind of mentality uh, in some areas? This is what we got to do. We have to change the way we're thinking that God wants to respond to us because until we elevate our thought at the level where God is trying to bring us, we will not absorb what we need to absorb and accomplish what we want to do. Because I got news for you. you the, the byproduct of your thinking is we see your actions. Does that make sense? If I, everybody, how do you change somebody? You got to change the way they think or you never change what they do. You know what I'm saying? That's the only way to do it. Now, here's the reason why. Why do I do what I do is because I either have one thing that's being the truth or the other thing. Either my opinions are the truth or the word of God is the truth. Yeah, but here's the thing. We don't always do the word of God, even though we know it's the truth. Why? Because our opinions override the word of God because we like to have a soulish side of life. Your soul is dangerous, man. I've been telling you this, and your soul is a mess if you're not careful, okay? So look what he says. I'm just going to give you some scriptures. Write them down. They produce hope and trust and faith and everything else. Look at this when I read Malachi 3.6. Malachi 3.6 in the message. So I got to get another level thinking. Why is that? Because don't, you guys understand this. Look at me. Be not deceived. Whatever controls your thoughts will ultimately control your life. Write that down. Whatever is controlling my thoughts will control my life. That is why the enemy, and I, you know, I, I was going to go get natural and go pull all these, you know, statistics. You know, nah, come on. Listen, the word of God is, it's not hard, but what it does, it really cuts to the chase of truth and doesn't give anybody uh, no wiggle room. You know what I'm saying? You can't wiggly your emotions in this thing. Your emotions got no place with the word of God. I'm telling you, man, this, this is not hard, but it is very direct and very empowering, and it doesn't allow you to almost have a moment to go, well, you know, you don't understand. There ain't no, well, you don't understand in the Bible. The Bible's real clear to say, you gotta understand this. So I'm gonna explain it, okay? So you gotta, you look, your, your life's only as good as you think. And if you think wrong, you got problems, man. And I got news for you. If you think it's wrong, you can't change your life. You can't. Why do you think the devil plays with your head so much? With wrong ideas. Because he knows if, I told you this 20 years ago. He goes to Adam and goes, Adam, think something wrong about you because I cannot defeat you without you doing it to yourself because the devil doesn't have faith. He has no system of belief. You understand that? He doesn't have faith. He's a liar. So if, you tell, if the devil came in here and said it's day, he'd tell you it's night. He's twisted. So he cannot... He cannot override, and this is what it is. You're more, you're more powerful in your anointing than him. So he has no way to strengthfully destroy you. He has to deceive you. He needs you to take your faith in his lies and produce his reality. That's what the devil does. Take your faith. He ain't got no faith. He wants you to take your faith. That's why your identity screwed up until you take God's identity. Everybody's identity deprived. And I'm going to tell you what, and don't give me this either, because I love you. Man, I'm so on today. You're going to love this. I'm born again. Big deal. You and everybody else. What do I care? You could be sitting in Jesus' lap like I told you. You ain't changing until you change your mind. I love you. I'm glad you're saved. But here's the thing. You could have the same crazy identity of lost man and be saved and sanctified by the Holy Ghost and not renew your mind by it 
and you got this wrong identity of who you think you are because you ain't who you are. You don't even know who you are. You're who the Bible says you are. And every time you talk outside of who you think you are, you're identity deprived. You don't know who you are. And that's why you got a whole world jacked up because they don't know who they are. See? See what I'm saying? Now, I'm not, I'm not picking on you. I'm just trying to, what's the Bible say about you? Look what it says in that Malachi. Did I give you that Malachi 3.6? I think it did. I don't know. Is that the one I wanted? Yes. Look at this. Yeah, I am. Yes, I haven't changed. And because I haven't changed, you just said it. God said, yeah, he says, I am God and I don't change not. But he said, look it. He said, here's why you think I change. Because you people change. But I'm not like you. See, God don't change. You know what's funny about God? You can be a complete moron and God responds to you with love. That's why we don't like it, because I want judgment and justice. <laughs> and God wants to go respond with love. I'm like, what's wrong with you, God? <laughs> Don't you know you shouldn't do that? You should respond with anger. <laughs> no, he's like, no, he loves people. You know what I'm trying to say? So because we change, we think God vacillates in the way he does things. He doesn't. He's the same all the time, yesterday, today, and forever. Why is that so important? Because if you're ever going to get your thinking to change, it has to only be based upon trust. See that? Because otherwise you like you won't change your thinking. So just go slow. He don't change. I got a long, you've had a long, look, he says, you got a long history of ignoring my commands. You haven't done one thing I told you, but if you return to me, I'll return to you. We'll get this thing right. And he goes on to speak it, but you know what I'm saying? What am I trying to get? God don't change. Here's the big thing. You ready for this? Watch this. Write this down. What your mind, will, and emotions say about you and think about you and respond to you is who you're going to be. That's the crazy part about this. Now write this down. Go to Proverbs 23, 7. Then I'm going to read it in Jubilee, but you can find it in the, you can read it in the King James. Okay? So your soul identity and your soul is a hindrance if you're not careful because it'll fight against your God-given identity. And that's where the mind really works. Is that Okay. And I don't want to get deep, but in your, in, your, in your spirit and your soul connect in the arena of the heart of man. And that's where the battle comes because is it, I'm not losing you, right? Your spirit and your soul connect in your heart, okay? So that means even though your spirit's got this great life for you, let me tell you right here now, if your soul rejects it, we ain't going to see it. So you see what I'm saying? If your mind goes, that ain't who I am. Your will goes, I'm not conforming. Your emotions go, oh, uh. Forget it. You're going to be a rejecter of truth, and therefore you cannot transform. Are you pulling this in? You understand what I'm saying? Look what it says. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Right? That's the thing. It says eat and drink and say, bottom line is, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. It says in the Jubilee Bible, as a man thinks in his soul, so is he. So here's what I'm saying. What does your mind think about you? And what does your mind think about your situations? Because I got news for you. Guess what that is? That's as far as you're going. True. What does your mind think about you? I'm telling you, what does your mind think about your situation? That's as far as you're going, man. This is why we got to have the word of God come in and conform. I Beloved, I wish above all things that will prosper even as a soul prospers. Man, your soul is the key. I don't care. 
We look, man, we all got the same Holy Ghost. We all got the same spiritual deposit of God. We all got the beginning measure of faith in Romans 12. I got news for you. Just some of you have learned to develop it more than others. There's no freebies in this thing. Like, oh, you got special kind of spiritual dust, so you're better at it. No, baloney. We all got the same shot at it. Now you just got to be a conformer to truth and not the world. That's where the transformation takes place. So you see what I'm saying? So the word, your mind evaluates, your mind comes up with conclusions, your mind comes up, oh, this is what I think, oh, this is what I feel, oh, this is what I, great, but what's the truth say? See, this is what I'm saying now, you gotta get here, because look what it says here. It says, as my soul, what do you mean as your soul? As a man thinketh in his soul, so is he. So you gotta prosper in his soul, before you're ever going to prosper spiritually because the Spirit of God saying one day, what's your soul doing? Your soul's blocking. Why is your soul blocking? Because it's rejection is found in the soul. Rejection is not found anywhere but in the soul of man. And if you don't learn how to reprogram your soul, your mind, your will, and emotions, you're going to reject the truth about you because the enemy doesn't want you to find your new identity in Christ. He wants you to find the old identity in you. And you want to know what the problem is? You got born again, but nobody renewed your mind. You got saved and got Jesus, but you got memories. I'm going to tell you right here now. You want to hear something? This is good. I didn't even know where this came from. This comes from heaven. Just because you're a new creature in Christ doesn't mean it undoes all the stupid stuff you did when you were lost. You got out. You got that's That's power right there. You got to outgrow that junk. You understand what I just said? Did you catch what I just said? Did you pull that in? These people better pay attention. Did you pull in what I said? Did you hear what I said? Because what's it try to do? What's it try to do? It tries to reconnect you to who you were. Because all you got is memory. You got to reprogram your head. That ain't the new me. Why do you think the enemy keeps taking you back to where you were? Try to tell you who you are. Try to tell you what you can do. Bring you to a moment in time you want to forget. Why do you think he shows you pictures of the past? This nitwit don't play fair. He's evil and wicked. Why do you think he tries to talk? You ain't that. You can't do that. You're this. You're that. No, you got to do it. You got to reprogram your head to the new you. You got to take the word of God and say, yes. I'm telling you, people are connected. Why? Because it's a, listen to me. You didn't get a no new, new mind. He just changed your spirit. You see what I'm saying? And everybody's like, well, you know, I got God. Yeah, we all got God. How much God got you? Now, I'm telling you right. Look, you want this next level life? You got to kill your soul. Kill it. Yeah, they don't want to talk like this. Kill it. When your head rises up, say, this is who you are. Say, no, 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 no. I got to go find me in them pages, man. This thing goes to say this. Now kill it. Kill that thing. Oh, this is how you prosper. Now kill it. Don't allow yourself to go there. Don't allow yourself to go there mentally. Don't allow yourself to go there emotionally. Don't allow your will to go. Don't let it go. I'm going to show you how now. But what happened? You got born again. No big deal. It's good. I'm not taking away from God, dude. Please hear me. You got born again, but guess what? He didn't do nothing with your head. And now your head tries to give you this identity. Here's who you are. And you got it. And some of you, let me tell you what. It, it, the pain of the past, she's trying to pull you back to a place of regret. And the only thing you got to do that. And then what? And you know what's crazy about this? Want to know what's nuts about it? Instead of getting out of it, you repeat the same things that history had done seasons before because you have no new track. That's why, you know, you know what's good about it? You got to get a brand new track to run on. Otherwise, you're programmed by the other track, and it doesn't take you nowhere. 
You ever notice how y'all saved, got the Holy Ghost, but you still keep doing the same stuff you were doing 20 years ago and can't understand how you can't get out of doing what you were doing when you were doing what you were doing because you're doing it the same year after year? Want to know why? You got to get a new system of beliefs. Otherwise, you're going to have the same results. Come on, man. I'm preaching way better than you, amen, in you because I'm probably rebuking you, but get over it. What do I care? Look, I love you. Let's be straight. I'm trying to elevate your thinking to another place. Here's As a man thinketh in his mind, he is. As a man thinketh in his will, he is. As a man thinketh in his emotions, so he is. That's what he's saying. I got to get beyond into this next level thinking. Now, I know what you're saying. How do I do that? Watch Romans 12, 1 and 2. Let's look at it because you got to see it because it tells you something there. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, present your body a living sacrifice. That ain't easy. That ain't easy, man. That ain't easy. You know what a living sacrifice is? Kicking, screaming, and not finished. He don't want to show up over there. Present your body a living sacrifice, holy, just. Look at this. Now, watch this now. Uh, are acceptable in the God, which is your reasonable service. Now, watch verse 2. You're going to pull verse 2 in. Keep going. Be not what? Or be what? That's that caterpillar butterfly metamorpho. You all know this, right? That's a miracle. That's transformation from the inside out. What creates the metamorphosis is the word of God in the life of the believer. Did you get that? Am I too fast? What creates the metamorphosis in the life of the believer is the word of God. It transforms. How do I become a divine partaker of a divine nature through the promises of God? That's, that's 1 John. 1 Peter, I'm sorry. You understand that? How do I change everything I want to change with the word of God? So you better make sure that's the solid truth in your life. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind to prove what? Why do I got to renew my mind? Read it. It's okay. You're not going to get yelled at. What's the perfect will of God? God's who? Say that over there. Who said that? What'd you say? God's word. So isn't it funny how I'm supposed to transform myself to God's word? But what happens if I'm rejecting God's word when I see it say something about me that I don't believe about me? Then you ain't got it right. You ain't, right, you ain't got it right. See what I'm saying? So God says, I want you to have an abundant life. You're like, oh, well, you, I don't know if he means that kind of life. Oh, God wants me to live the healed life. Well, I don't know how healed he really means. Oh, God wants me to live free in my mind life. Ooh, but I got emotions. No, forget it. You got to take all those things and, and deaden the soul so you can live life in the spirit. If you want a next level life. Now, some of you, don't get mad, don't throw nothing, because I'm going to duck. You want to have next level emotions. See how quiet it is in this Presbyterian church right now today? <laughs> God bless the Presbyterians. But, but, but I want to write to an emotional, so do I. I want to yell, and I want, but you can't. Come on, you know what I'm saying? I want to have an emotional right. You don't know what those are? You don't know what the emotions are? You know what I'm talking about. Stop playing like you don't know. I'm going to keep you longer if you keep acting like this. <laughs> I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, well, come on, God. God's like, yeah, okay, whatever. You want to develop? Then you have to subject your emotions, subject your will, and subject your mind, because I'm trying to get what's done. See, here, you want to know why this is so important? Ephesians 1.3. Ephesians 1.3 says all spiritual blessings are in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. How do I get in Christ Jesus' heavenly places into my soul to produce in my life? I got to renew my mind, will, and emotions so when my soul hears what the word of God says, it does not reject. That's what Apostle Paul was trying to tell you when he was in Romans. He said, I don't know, man. He goes, there's a law inside of my mind. It's nuts. 
with the law of my mind, I want to serve God, but the law of my body, I'm flipping out. I don't know what's wrong with me. That's Paul the Apostle. He wrote three quarters of the New Testament. He's saying, with the law of my mind, I really want to serve God, but with my body, I see another law rising up within me, and things I want to do, I don't do. What is he saying? Then he said in 1 Corinthians, I beat my body in this objection. You beat your body. What are you, crazy, dude? No, he's like, what am I saying? He's like, I produced a life where I understood that I cannot be letting my body or my emotions rule me. I must rule it. Otherwise, I'm going to be carnal. So I don't, if you got carnal thinking, you're going to have carnal believing, and then you got carnal acting, and then we're like, what's up? Well, you can't change. I mean, we're in a Supreme Life series, right? Isn't that what the thing says? Now, you know what's funny? It's kind of cute. I don't want to get in trouble for this, but that's a, that's a label. The Supreme Life, you don't know, it's a brand. It is a brand. You know, some of you don't know what I'm talking about. You know, some of you know, right? It's a brand. Supreme. It's a brand. It's not cheap. You know, and all the guys looked at me when I started talking about, like, I got designer in the nine o'clock, and the guys were like, oh, you know, I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't know Gucci from Pucci to Louis Vuitton and Christy Shoe Red Bottom. I don't know. I said, you know, old Milwaukee, bro. Jerry started laughing. It was funny. It's true. They ain't got no cheap tools in your toolbox, none of you boys. I know. I seen your stuff. They ain't got no garbage. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You guys know what I'm saying. You guys all understand exactly what I'm saying. You guys ain't got no cheap tools in no toolbox like those girls want them nice shoes and clothes. Labels. Guess what? We live with labels. Go bring home generic ketchup to your kids and see what happens. What is that? That's what we're going to eat. I don't even know what that is, Dad. Shut up and eat it. Come on, you know what I'm saying? You know exactly what I'm saying. We live in labels, and labels mean something. When are you going to start living up to the label God put on you and stop living with these goofy labels you got about who you think you are? You don't know who I am. Now nah, get your label. So you need to change your label, swap out your label, and put the sticker God wanted to put on you and live up to the label that God gave you and stop living in this mentality of who you think you are when the Bible didn't say that's who you are. Well, you know, I'm messed up. Who told you this? You know, I don't want to go here, but you get to Genesis, because I've been looking at this joker, because Eve and Adam, man, I'm, I went there the other day, because I, I went there, God brought me there, I said, hmm, that's funny, and I found it. I told Billy, that's why he's giving me a double amen over there. <laughs> I didn't tell everybody, I told Billy, <laughs> but... I found it, and this is what I thought of. Adam hides because he hears God's voice. But God asks him the greatest question of all, who told you that? Because you should not have that opinion within you, and I never gave it to you. So someone came to give you an opinion of you through a voice inside of you internally, because you want to know what I really believe, why God did not want them to eat of certain things? It wasn't just the denial of the commandment. It was the voices of the earth that were going to be released that God never wanted you and me to hear. And because of man's rebellion, and I got news for you. You ready for this? The more you get, this is going to be strong, but you better get ready. The more your life, listen, God, God's not concerned with your sin. He's concerned, listen to me, God will override your sin He will not deny his order. Every time your life gets out of order, your life goes wacky because the voices in your head become so strong, you cannot resist them. 
People who don't have a sin problem, they got an order problem in the body of Christ because he already took care of sin, but God will never take care of order. Yeah, it's like God's on his truth good because the problem with the church is they think we got a sin problem. He annihilated sin, but he left his order. And once your life gets out of order in any area, you open your world to a bunch of voices you should have never heard. That's the thing. You don't think sin's been annihilated? He put that up on the cross and buried it, but he told you live in order. And every time your life gets out of order, you open your life to voices you should never be hearing. Keep your life where it needs to be and stay as close to this word as you can because the closer you stay to this word, the less chaotic your voices in your head are because everything's speaking. Who told you? He said, who told you that? Where did you hear that? God said, that ain't mine and that ain't yours. You want to really show me something huge with this? It shows me it was external but it became internal of something he should have never heard because God had enough sense. Why would he ask him, who told you that? Because you cannot on your own capacity think those thoughts about you because I made you like me. It had to come from outside in. Because you want to know why? Lucifer came from inside out. He's smart enough to know he took care of that, but he cannot stop the order out of place, God cannot stop. Listen to me, I'm telling you this. He can stop the inside out, but he can't stop the outside in. You have the power to do that. You have to resist one, and the other one is an identity thing. Once you get your identity complex right, you're fixed. The problem is this, people got the wrong identity, because you think you're a human, you're not. And the problem with the earth is you act like earth people, you're not. You're supernatural beings. You talk, you talk too much like a human being. You do, it's too much human stuff. Oh, this, oh, you're so in touch with your body, you can't even tell me where you live in the spirit. We all do it. Don't we? You know what I mean? Don't we do it? This is good stuff. But now I'm telling you what's happening around here. We're going to another level. Isn't this a supreme life? Man, you, you got no opinion in this spirit. Let me go on to the next point. But did you pull that in? You like that stuff? It's good, right? Get your order right, man. And half of you know why you're out of order? Want to know why? Because you didn't have a place to trust. That's all. You got to trust the truth. That's all. You trust the truth, your life gets balanced. But you think you got an opinion better about truth, some of you. That's your problem. Because you're really, you know what it is? You're, you got pride on that thing. You got to be careful. Don't exalt your opinion above God's opinion. That got Lucifer kicked out of heaven. Stay close to the word of God. Why is that? Because here's what you got to remember. Thoughts that run, this is so good. Write this down. Thoughts that run wild through your mind are no more than fugitives of the past seeking to find refuge in your future. That's a good one right there. That's I just hit a great. That's out the park, baby. Come on, go Gators, go Gators, go Gators. Come on, baby, come on. You want some more of that? Y'all looking at me like, I got to pull the pulpit down there. <laughs> Quiet in here today, I'm making you think. Thoughts that run wild through your mind are no more than fugitives of the past seeking to find refuge in your future. That's all it is, trying to rob you. It's trying to rob you of time. Wants to take time. See, it's, that's what the, it wants to take time in your future because it understands that's the currency that it wants to manipulate because it never wants you to really see who you really are. It's on design. Because mine, mine, mine thoughts from God are good. All the other ones are garbage. And it's just trying to rob you of the future. See it? So you got to filter them. You know what I mean by filter them? 
See, your mind, you're very smart. So you, you evaluate, you calculate, you come up with conclusions, you come up with the answer. Otherwise, you'd be like goofy. You'd be doing goofy stuff. You'd be walking out in traffic, you know, stupid stuff. You know, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't have, you know, you've seen people that don't have, um, and I say this very carefully, and please understand, you've seen people that are not capable to make their own right mind decisions, so they need assistance, Correct. Okay, we take that, we're serious, but there's some people really struggling. So you don't let somebody like that go, hey man, just go loose. No, you wouldn't do that, why? Because they're not safe, they could hurt themselves. You understand what I'm saying? So you don't do that. So you gotta realize this, if your mind conclusions weren't there, you wouldn't be safe for just normal life. So guess what, for spiritually, I don't know if anybody's safe. Because your mind comes up, evaluate, calculates, conclusion, and now we gotta make a decision. What's the word of God say? And then what does the natural say? And what are we gonna believe? Now watch this. There's no room for emotional response in the word of God. He's compassionate to your emotions. He loves you emotionally. He's there, but he don't change his word to fit your emotions. <laughs> That's why sometimes it seems blunt. <laughs> <laughs> don't it? So, yeah, you like it because you're a dude. Girls can't stand that stuff. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they don't want to hear that. Like, boom, you know, like, no, that's not mean. I'm not being mean. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be jerky, but who wants to hear that? Like, get over it. <laughs> God's not going to do that, right? He's kind, but guess what? He's quick and direct. There's no, there's no, you see what I'm saying? Are you pulling this in? Because I, don't you have an emotional response to the word of God? I do. This ain't fair, God. When's this going to happen by now? This should have happened. Where's my this? Where's my that? Where's that? And God's like, okay, let me tell you what the word says. Come on, right? It's not to say God's mean or God's weird, but God just goes right back to the word. How many of you have been frustrated when you're living in a moment of hanging on the word and you don't feel like there's any emotional connection to it? You just got to hold on dry by faith. Well, that's a blast, ain't it? No, but you still do it. Why? Because you understand that that's where trust comes in. Because it was about me feeling good about it, I'd probably be able to do it. But because I don't feel good about it, I got to trust them. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. You got to build this next level life in your head based on trust. Remember I told you in the beginning of this? You got to realize this. Here, well, I'm going to give you the scripture. But remember this? You have to understand. I, I like this. This is really cool. Because this is good for you to get. Watch this. You ready for this? Check this out. He's the God of absolutes. Come on, give me five, ten more minutes, Max. He's the God of absolutes. So if you know God's absolute, what do you got to worry about? Watch this. Look at Proverbs 3 and 5 in the Passion. Proverbs 3 and 5 in the Passion. It's good, ain't it? You got to get the Jesus mind about this stuff. Is that all right? I like that, right? You like that? Fugitives of the past... Seeking for refuge in your future. Should be on a Hallmark card. <laughs> How about that one? How about that one? That could be pretty good. Somebody write that down. <laughs> what do you got to say? Write this down. Proverbs 3 and 5. You got it? You got to get this on the number one thing. If you're ever going to change your thinking, you're going to have to start with the place of trusting. Did you get that? You have to trust God. Look what it says. Trust in the Lord completely and don't rely upon your own opinions. How many times have my opinions overrode what the word of God said? Yeah, we all do it. Is that okay? Well, I got an opinion about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't I get a say in this, God? He's like, you know, when God, you know, God even said this. He said, you remember, remember when they got a little ornery with God? He's like, were you there when I built the heavens and the earth? Like, man, you need to be here. 
I'm like funnier than you guys are laughing today. Catch up, right? So God literally did him like this. He's like, he's like, were you there when I made the heavens and the earth? Like mankind's like wants to butt in and on, on all of creation. Like, hey God, if I was there, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bro? Funny, right? Hey God, if I was there, you should have asked me because I would have told you some of the things that I think would have been cool. And God's like, were you there when I made the heavens and the earth? By the way, he was ornery about it. God was like a little ornery, but he's like, were you there when I made the heavens and the earth? No, no, duh, because I didn't want you there because I don't really care what you got to say about how I made it. Just living it. I preach it way better than your amen to me, Jack. Look, you see what I'm saying? Did you get that? No, what's he trying to say? He's like, look, get rid of your opinion and just let your opinions become the word of God and your life will become easier. With all your heart, rely on him and he will guide you and he'll lead you in every decision to make. Ain't that cool? Just trust God. Why do I gotta trust God? Look what Isaiah 26 says, because you all know this stuff, but I think it's really gonna help you because God wants your life to be in perfect peace and I'm gonna tell you why some of you don't have peace. You still got an opinion. I am killing it with the one-liners today, okay? I need Lauren to come play the keyboard and just give me a little, uh-huh, uh-huh, Ben, I'm gonna make you go play drums in about a minute. Yeah, you still got an opinion. Look, bro, I'm, I'm, I am mind tinkering. But I'm right. You want peace in your life? Lose your opinion. You still got too many. <laughs> I just hit a grand slam. Boom, ladies and gentlemen, that ball's out the park. You're like, I don't, I, don't, I don't think you're right. I am right. I will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him. Trust in the Lord completely with all your heart. You want to see that one? What is that, Isaiah? What is that, Isaiah 26, I think I gave you? Go to Isaiah 26. Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in him. See it? We all love that one. He'll keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. Yes. But here's how you do it. You got to trust him. And you lose your opinion of what you think God's doing in your life the minute you start trusting him. And the minute you start trusting him, you find peace. My life could look like it's upside down and sideways stupid. I just trust in God. Whatever. How in the heaven, this is how you find, this is so good. How do you find peace in the middle of chaos? You trust them. You think it looks normal when it's upside down and crazy? No. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever been in a storm in life and really felt peace? Now go slow. Meaning in the storm. No. You trusted God that you were going to get through the storm. That's what gave you the peace because I could not understand these preachers. I still don't get to follow after peace, brother. Every project I have ever done with God or for God had no peace connected to it whatsoever. It was totally insane. There was nothing peaceful about it. Literally, I didn't want to do it because of the chaos it was going to create the minute I started it. I don't know what they were talking about. I literally thought there was something wrong with me because I, I was like, I must be so far out of the will of God because I don't have peace about anything. I'm walking by faith, and when I'm walking by faith, I don't even know where peace is. This is what I said. Did Jesus have peace when the storms were flying all over? No, he just said, I trust my Father. I don't need to have, see, because this is what we think. We think peace is absence of problems. Peace is what? In the middle of the problems, I'm still calm. 
because I'm trusting God. Are you seeing? Because faith takes a stretch. That's what I couldn't get. I'm like, how in the world am I going to faith stretch? You know, you build a company, you're doing something, or whatever you're doing. You got a faith stretch, and in the middle of faith, I'm going to have peace when I'm walking by faith and not by sight. Are you kidding me? All comes down to trust. So how can I, how can I have more perfect peace? Simple. Lose your opinion. Find what God said and trust him. Oh, I don't understand what he's saying. You know, this preacher's confusing me today. Okay, your money's so whacked out, you don't know what to do. He said he'll provide all my needs according to his riches. Oh, this marriage is shot to junk. Yeah, it might be, but guess what? I got news for you. He said he'll keep you what? He cannot put asunder what God put together because no man can do it. He said stay in the guidelines of your lane and you'll be fine. He says, oh, you don't think this right? Job life, this life, that. kids, right? Oh, my God. Won't they do it for you now, right? You know, Kids over here, kids over there, hey, they're an inheritance from me. They're my blessing, and guess what? They're going to serve God all the days of their life. What are, you, what, are you putting your, what are you putting your opinion in? Are you putting your opinion in trusting the word of God, or are you putting your opinion in what you see and what you think? See, that's what I'm saying. Now life becomes easy. But I, I, it's not, I'm not saying that quick. I'm not, I, I, I load it up hard, so when it hits you, you kind of go, okay, I'm all right. But you know what I'm saying. God's compassionate, and he loves you, but I'm packing it. Lose your opinion. I don't think God really cares about me. Well, you don't know God, so stop it. See, that's what I'm saying with you jokers. You don't know enough about yourself. I love you too much to leave you the way you are. You come in there and say, well, God don't care about me. God cares so much about you. He sent his only begotten son. He cares more about you than anybody you ever met and everybody you know. And I got news for you. He ain't got no problem with you neither. He ain't got no, oh, your sin. Your sin ain't nothing. He took your sin, nailed it on the cross, and slapped the tar out of it and said, now I give you life. If you stay in shot out, you choosing to stay shot out. And ain't nothing holding you back. The church talks weak. I want to talk like they got power because they want to make everybody's problems look like a project because they don't want to tell them the way it is. And I don't know why. Maybe they don't know why, but I know why. It's an apostolic teaching. That's why this is different. It's loaded. It's loaded, bro. I can let you stay there. Let you stay there. Like, I'm supposed to stay there like that? I ain't staying there like that. Yeah. Well, you know, I want to have an opinion. You ain't got no opinion. I lost an opinion a long time ago, man. So good. See, that's why he's here, man. Look, watch. Okay, I don't know. Watch. He's here. Who's here? God's here, man. He wants you to know he's real. Elevate. That's all. I'm done. Elevate. Just go like this. This is all you got to do when you leave here. Is my opinion a what a situation? Is it lining up with the word of God? What's not lining out the line? Word? Cast it down. And just take the word. I don't see it. Don't worry about it. You ain't going to see none of it. It doesn't show up when you see it. When it shows up, when you see it, you don't need faith no more. Remember I told you that? So come on, right? What am I telling you? I'm done. See, See, does everybody know what to do when they leave this building? You can play. Does everybody know what to do when they leave this building today? You look at your situation, you look at your idea, you look at your mind thing, you go, I, look, everybody can see me, right? Okay, I'll go over here in the, in the light, because I'm getting cop. I'm looking copper. I really like it, too. I got a copper shade. I'm looking copper, ain't I? Man, I like it. It's a good color for me. Coordinates well with my clothing. All right, wait. You got to laugh. You guys do way too much work. You need to start going to bed earlier. You know, we went, we got, we, we took the kids out because it was Luca's birthday. We hung out a little bit and we got home a little late. And the first word they all know in my house is this. You're not serious about a Sunday morning experience if you're out too late on Saturday night. 
Yeah, so I used to t- teach him. You know who told me that? Brian Houston said that in that meeting. He said, I told my team. No, Brian Houston built Hillsong. He said this. He was serious. He told the whole lead. That's probably like a couple thousand people in leadership. He said, you are not serious about a Sunday morning experience if you stay out too late on Saturday night. And I, I kid around. We play, right? Because I was up and ready to go. But I'm just saying, you got to get serious about a Sunday morning experience, man. You know what I'm saying? You got to get prepped to come here. This ain't like normal, go to, oh, I go to church and, you know, you ran around and we, no, you got to get ready to come in the atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you dressed that up for it, baby. It looked good too, man. Like, like Ivy League and all that. He's like, I'm ready for new, 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 new. I like it. Yeah, I used to iron my $40 suit. Did I ever tell you about a 40? I had a 40 and an 80. Yeah, I had a $40 suit. You didn't know that? That was the first joke. You didn't know that suit cost me 40 bucks. I thought I was breaking record. I had a 40 and an 80, and I pulled out the 80 for special occasions. Yeah, I was balling back then. I was balling on a budget, right? And I was like, and I used to iron that joker before church. You don't remember that? She probably looking at me like, you got marbles in your head. I know what I did. I would put it out, and I had my pants out, and I did it, and I was ready, because I got to go to church in the morning. Had myself ready. Had a 40 and an 80. Special occasions, I brought out the 80. Other places I left, we'll just roll with the 40. Keep it light. Show up, ready to go, Mike. Why? Because I'm going to church. I'm a kingdom man. I believe this stuff. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if you wear a suit. It doesn't matter. Back then, you used to wear a suit to everything. You know, church was different. I come in shorts and flip-flops. I care less. Just get the word, right? But you know what I'm saying? But I was prepared. I was prepared. I was prepared here. I was prepared here. I came in there and said, that guy's going to say something today. I need for my life to change my future. Yeah. This ain't something we just go do, go in there, all oh, in the building. Oh, I went, checkpoint, went to church. Nah, man, say something, bro. So you got to be ready for it. So prepare you. You got to prepare your mental place to come in the atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? It's cool, ain't it? Then you come in here and then I play with your head and get you there. Okay. Because I'm telling you the truth, though. That's why it resonates. That's why you're here. So here's what you're going to do. Here's your assignment. And we're gone, okay? So just watch this, okay? So you're gonna, let me do it like this. This will help, okay? So here's the, here's the word of God. Here's, here's, here, this is kind of good because this is a gadget. You got too many gadgets, some of you too, filling up your head space, but whatever, right? Here's the word of God, and here's your situation circumstances, okay? So these are going to be evaluations, calculations, conclusions, the world, troubles, drama, stuff. It's going to show up, and it shows up. And now what you're going to do with this is you're going to go, Okay, this is my opinion. Now you got to see if you can get your opinions through this. Whatever opinion you can't find in Scripture to prove that you can keep, you got to get rid of. And you got to exchange this with this. Cast down imaginations, every high thing that exalts itself. You're rich. You're rich. You're blessed. You can do it. You're victorious. You got the stuff. You got the right stuff. Come on, you're a wonder pet. Praise be to God. I don't know why. You got the right stuff. Come on, wonder pets, wonder pets. Come on, Lauren can sing it for me. Don't make me make her sing it. If you don't start getting into it, I'm going to make her sing it. She'll do it. Why? Wonder pet. Come on, you don't remember that? Go home and Google it. You'll get it, right? 
Okay, the word of God, you're, you got, oh, I'm broke, I'm sick, I'm dying, I'm jacked up, my life's a mess, oh, everything's great, okay, okay, great, great, that's great, that's what, you, uh, opinion, but now the word of God says, you're blessed, you're rich, you're highly favored, you're healed, you're delivered, you're set free, you're victorious, your kids are going to serve God, you're blessed in the Lord, you're highly favored, you got miracles in your mouth, you can do it. this, it's got to override this. And then you ain't allowed. Now watch it. Here you go now. Here comes your emotions. But I want to hold on to this. You're not allowed to. Cast this down and every high thing that tries to lift itself above this. And what? Put it down. Put this there and go, that's it. I'm believing now. I don't know how. I don't know when. And I don't know why. But I'm staying with the word of God. Why? I got to get a supreme level thinking before I'm going to ever get a supreme level life. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how you do it. Because I, beloved, you can stand on your feet. Beloved, above all things, I wishest thou, thou prosper, even as thy soul prosper. What happens if my soul don't prosper? My life don't prosper. What happens if my life don't prosper? I gotta go back. Make your decision today to make sure your soul prospers. Teach it. Now, this is the thing we gotta tell you in church. You have to teach your mind. Now, this is a good one because you need to hear this when you leave, and I'm done. You have to teach your mind what to think. You do not get this by default, it just happens. You have to tell it what to do. Teach your mind what to think. Got it? Teach your will how to adjust. And teach your emotions how to subdue themselves. They're not allowed to go there emotionally. Make it. Make it. You teach all three of them the word of God and say, that is your guidelines of where you can live. And when you start doing that this week, your life's going to change around. Uh, this is what I think. Lose your opinion. You want peace in your life? Go lose some opinions. The more you lose some of those opinions, the more peace you're going to have in your life. Amen? Lift your hands to heaven. Father, I thank you for what you're doing in the church. I thank you for doing people. God, I thank you that they're renewing their mind. I thank you that they're changing and transforming. I thank you that sanctification of this word is taking place in your heart. And you're sealing the deal and you're changing them forever. In Jesus' mighty name we pray and everybody said amen and amen. God bless you. You did great. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.